This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published monthly by the Masonic Service Association of North America since 1923. Volume 96, Number 7, from July of 2018. The Medicine Man and the Senior Deacon Written by Brother Jim Tresner He is long dead now, and according to the traditions of the people, his name is neither to be spoken nor written. He was a medicine man, a shaman of the Ute peoples, and among many other things, he taught a young boy how to see truly. My family had a summer cottage in the Colorado Rockies. Another cottage nearby was the summer home of the Pinckneys. She was the head librarian for a large school district in Kansas. He taught social studies, although his area of specialty was Native American ethnology. I spent countless hours there, learning from both. One day, I found a third person there, a most remarkable person. His face was old, older than anyone I had ever seen, and very dark. His hair was gray-white and long, worn in two braids, but his eyes were very young, the eyes of a child, and they glittered as though there were gold flecks in the soft dark brown. Mr. Pinckney told me that the man was a medicine man, a shaman, who had taught him many things, which astonished me because I thought Mr. Pinckney had always known everything there was to know. He taught me as well, especially how to look beyond the surfaces of things and find meanings in everything. If you will look truly and listen wisely, he said, the world itself will teach you. And, in some way I can't really explain, he redefined my goals. Even as a very young urchin, I had always wanted to know everything. But I learned there was a goal beyond knowledge. There was wisdom. The terms medicine man and shaman are often misunderstood. Some think of the role as being like that of a priest but there really is no similarity. A priest or minister is a functionary of a religion, an intermediary of some sort between God and man. A medicine man is not an intermediary. His authority comes from his own mystic, spiritual experience. He helps others walk the path he has walked himself. Medicine involves the process of awakening the spiritual potentials within the person and or attuning the perceptions of the individual to be more receptive to the spiritual forces which surround him. Such an awakening may be involved at initiation into the tribal structure, or into one of the men's societies of the tribe or clan, or in a ritual of healing, either physical or emotional psychic ills. One of the major responsibilities of the medicine man or shaman, then, in addition to his role as counselor and advisor in matters which affect the spiritual life of the clan, is to serve as the guide during the initiation and spirit quest or vision quest of the young man. The medicine man helps to explain, to guide, and to some degree, guard the candidate as he is learning to approach the central mystery of his own existence. He helps the candidate make sense of the experiences, which are often overwhelming both to the emotions and to the senses. In Freemasonry, the role is taken by the senior deacon, It is he who oversees the preparation of the candidate, including the emotional preparation represented by the usual interrogatories. It is he who then greets the candidate at the door of the lodge room and who conducts him through the ceremonies of initiation. 
the senior deacon leads the candidate through the mythic journey, represented in Freemasonry as it is in many Indian traditions, as following the path marked out by the sun. Among many tribes, the bat is considered the special symbol of the medicine man, because it is a symbol of rebirth. It lives in a cave, representative of the womb, and sleeps upside down, the same position as a child just prior to birth. The task of the medicine man is to facilitate the rebirth of the young Native American, leading him from the darkness of the cave or womb into the light. One can easily substitute the symbolism of the preparation room for that of the cave, and the role of the senior deacon for that of the medicine man. While it is the master of the lodge who provides the instruction in the mysteries, he does so through the agency of the senior deacon. It is the senior deacon who adapts it to the individual candidate by giving him the working tools and helping him learn the signs and tokens. In the fellowcraft degree, it is the senior deacon who shows the candidate the path to self-transcendence, conducting him up the winding stairs in which the information received through the five senses and operated upon by the rational processes of the mind, or the seven liberal arts, is replaced by insight and intuition. One can think of the principal role of the medicine man, shaman, or senior deacon as helping the candidate find a workable definition of reality, which is in some way different from the one he has at the beginning of the encounter. This can be a little difficult for us to understand today. Starting in the 1800s, a new concept of reality took hold in European and American culture and spread rapidly. It is perfectly knowable, and it is the same in all places and at all times. Any uncertainty simply means that we have not yet done enough research. For example, take illness. When a new illness appears, we have set methods of finding out what causes it and how to treat it. We know that it has a specific, identifiable cause, and that there is a specific, identifiable treatment, and that if our knowledge is good enough, we will have a means of diagnosing and treating the condition which will work. When we are forced to accept the fact that non-physical elements can play a role, when, for example, we are confronted with the fact that acupuncture produces results, or that some people recover more rapidly when others pray for them, or that faith healers of many traditions affect cures, or that mental attitude seems to be a predictor of survival rate in cancer, or even that chicken soup does make us feel better when we're feeling unwell. We become very uncomfortable and mutter about placebo effect, or complain that instead of being real, it is all in the mind. Of course it's all in the mind. Our entire concept of reality is in the mind. Where else could it be? Both our religious expressions and our daily speech are filled with instances in which we acknowledge that it is the mind which controls. Be careful what you wish for. The most important step in being successful is to believe that you will be successful. The insight of the medicine man is that there are many ways to view reality, many worlds, each equally real, and that to be aware of those many realities is not to be mentally ill or self-delusional. It is merely to be awake and aware. The candidate, whether he be a young warrior or a young entered apprentice, comes hoping to find deeper truths, greater spiritual enlightenment, and a more acute sense of himself, and the worlds of which he is a part. He searches for a vision of the world, of reality, 
which will fulfill his needs. And, in that great and universal quest, the medicine man, or the senior deacon, is his guide. This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, and this has been the Short Talk Bulletin, published monthly by the Masonic Service Association of North America since 1923, for the purpose of disseminating Masonic light, knowledge, history, and instruction to all the lodges of the constituent Grand Lodges of the Association. Content is presented here with permission.